0: Hey, Henry, what's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Honey, friends, welcome to the Roof Droppers Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your Disney needs. My name is Glenn, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts, Landon and Colby. And I'm so excited for this episode. We have some super interesting news stories heading your way in Hopper Drop. Then we are going to have what is a new rendition of the draft day. Basically... It'll be where we summarize previous drafts, and you can go vote for them over on Instagram. Then we'll have Extra Magic Hours, where Colby will be discussing his biggest red flag opinion whenever it comes to Disney. I'm really excited for it. And then we'll be wrapping the show up, as usual, with the Disney Trivia Showdown. Without further ado, boys, how you doing this week? I'm doing well. Weather is dropping here in Charlottesville,
1: Virginia, so definitely nice. Hopefully we don't get too much snow, but definitely can't wait to get back to Florida soon and feel that brisk florida air
2: man it is still hot here in louisiana but i'm enjoying it enjoying school classes need to slow down they're going fa- fast but i'm glad to get to take a second and record this podcast and talk about something we all love
0: i'm hyped to be here with you guys the weather is the same as usual here in texas it's 80 degrees so that means it's uh, flannel and jeans weather now finally so excited for that i do miss that good old florida weather we're going to be talking about florida a lot today because all of our news stories except for one Oh, well, and there's only three come from Walt Disney World. And for those of you who don't know what Hopper drop is, it's the news part of our show where we decide if we're hopping on board with the decision the Disney company has made or dropping them entirely for this drastic decision. And the first one is a doozy. Man, let me tell you, one thing that I dislike to talk about more than anything whenever it comes to Disney is pricing, because it's a big reason why I don't get to go often as I'd like and why a lot of families don't get to go. The annual price increase has struck again at Disney World. And it's raising the prices of annual passes by $50. Water park tickets are now $74 instead of $69. And instead of $14, the mini golf tickets are now $19. As well as raising the price of thousands of food items across property. But we know the one y'all are curious about is the one that we reference the most. Coca Cola, a bottle of Coke, went from $425, a ridiculous price, to $475. That's so tough. Never buy
1: a bottle of Coke. Always find whatever quick service has the free refills. Get a Coke there for $3. It's probably through four around there. You get unlimited yeah. refills. So just enjoy it that way. But I think the most offensive thing here is they're adding $5 of parking. Come on now. First of all, parking should be free with a valid park ticket for that day. You shouldn't have to pay 30 bucks or 25 bucks to park your car. It's just tacky, in my opinion, but it's just one of those things that Disney will always do just because they're trying to make an extra buck. As far as like the annual passes going up by 50 bucks, it's really, I don't think that's a huge deal because the annual pass price is a pretty reasonable price point if you go a lot, in my opinion. But the nickel and diming is not fun. Adding $5 to the mini golf course, come on, dude. What are we really accomplishing? When's the like, last time no they poured money tools? into that? That's a great question. That's a great question because they've been the same for years. They're great. Sure the, they're fun. Yeah, they're, they're fun for what they are. It's, they're a mini golf course. Like this, $19 is probably a pretty competitive price. $12, $13 was what you pay for a normal one. But I don't know. Just The whole thing is just. Disney just trying to affect the bottom line and not really caring about the guests. So I'm definitely going to drop this completely just because they're adding. It's just the constant thing. And I'm just, I'm irritated because it's constantly nickel and diming and not adding to the experience. That's just the upsetting part. Now, if you were adding to the experience, okay, great. But really not a lot of that is being done. It's a lot of promises what's beyond big thunder mountain what's beyond all these things south america land or whatever it is like these lands that really aren't being like seriously considered and they're nickel and diming us when they're already charging an arm or leg i'm irritated but it is what it is
2: yeah it is irritating and it just makes me um ask the question which bob is running this company we need to know now because everyone is complaining about the last one and Bob Paycheck, but all of a sudden Bob Iger is taking off the mask and he's doing the same exact stuff. When he got back, it's okay, let's lower the prices on all this stuff. And here we go. He's raising it back up. And that's just really annoying. For me, you probably know what, You know what the
1: one, truth is? The what? truth is Josh Tomorrow has been the problem all along. No. Just because he's a good-looking guy <laughs> and he's charismatic doesn't mean – He's not the problem. 100% he's been the problem all along, and I'm standing by this statement.
2: Anyways, the biggest problem I have is mini-golf <laughs> by $5. I've never been mini-golfing. Why would they raise it? They're not even going to get the 19 from me. They weren't going to get 15 or 14 from me. So I'm moving on. Drop. <laughs> wow, that's
0: fair enough. With Landon dropping the mic on that one. I, look, Disney is... Unaffordable, and until I see a news line that says Disney drops prices, I'm not. I will never be excited talking about money. Whenever it comes to Disney, it's vital. Whenever you talk about going to Disney World, but it's one of the worst parts about any vacation. Whether it's Disney World, whether you're going to visit Colby up in Charlottesville, Virginia, whether you're heading over to Louisiana to see Landon, money is always a part of it, and it's just a source of anxiety for me. But man. I just need them to invest more into these things if they're going to be raising the prices. So it's a drop for me. But they raised parking by five dollars because they brought back the parking tramps. So obviously that—that's oh, why they did it. And they got to pick
1: the gas. Those gas prices super high.
0: Yeah, they do. That's that's true. That's Honestly, why they're doing it's just, it.
1: It's just ridiculous. I'm just reading all this. It's just irritating.
0: It really is. Hey. It's just. Oh the next two ones are are some pretty fun stories so hopefully not as irritating let's do something that's like a little bit more accessible to our listeners and viewers who don't get to go to the parks that often a new season of behind the attraction is launching on november 1st of this year it's but if you've never watched behind the attraction it's the name of the show is pretty self-explanatory it's behind the attraction it's a really good show it's a lot of fun to watch and the fact that they're Putting out something new with this is a win for me. I'm totally hopping on board this. I think it's cool to see how Disney does things behind the scenes without just speculating. Yeah, this is definitely
1: a huge hop for me. I've actually never seen the show. I'm a horrible Disney fan. I need to watch them, but I've I know that this is right up my wheelhouse, and I'd absolutely love it if I watched it. I'm gonna give it a watch and start watching them probably this weekend as a podcast, and then talk about it at the next podcast. I think that might be a good idea, but. We'll throw that out there to see if the listeners like it. But uh, yeah, I definitely like it. I'm excited to check it out.
2: Yeah, these are the Disney shows that I like most. And I think really the viewers and the true Disney fans like these most. They like it for a reason. It connects them with the parks. It connects them with the company and just Disney history in general. And that's what they need to keep doing. Instead of releasing all these random shows, whether it's Marvel or Star Wars or stuff like that, I think they really need to be extra picky on what they're releasing and focus on stuff like this that caters to this audience. Which, we could talk about that in another whole nother conversation on different shows and everything, but um, I'm just really excited for this, so I'm gonna hop on board for it.
0: Yeah, I agree that they have been putting out too many Disney Plus projects that just haven't been connected with the audience. I am a big fan of the current Disney Plus projects that have just come out, like Ahsoka I really liked, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, and and Loki I'm a huge fan of. So, I'm not really gonna gonna be upset with them for putting those shows out but shows like She-Hulk and, and that, that
2: was the one that came to mind originally is She-Hulk yeah immediately
0: yeah and I also didn't like Book of Boba Fett very much just to, to hit on those two but I think that them putting out a show that does connect with their core audience is a really good thing for Disney to do and that's how they get lifelong fans for me I remember we had a VHS tape of the making of Animal Kingdom and that alone was, like, the reason why I liked Animal Kingdom so much was because I got to see how they did everything behind the scenes. It was just, a, like, a 45-minute a long VHS tape, but I watched it on loop as a kid, and it was super fun to be invested in. So I, I love stuff like this.
2: Yeah, see, like, something like that really just connects you to a whole different level to the parks. And if they just keep releasing stuff like this about their parks, about their brand as a whole, it's going to bring more people into this, like, extra Disney fan bubble like we are. Instead of just being right. like, okay, yes, here's this Marvel show. Here's this Star Wars show. Here's this. Like, they can only take so much of that before they eventually get tired, like the audience. So I think creating new stuff like this um, and just moving forward, new projects that involve it are going to bring more true Disney fans to the table, um, which eventually, like, I don't want to look at it this way, but it's going to solve this pricing issue that they're dealing with. Just my two cents there. Yeah, totally agree. This next story...
0: Let me tell you, when we talk about news stories on this that I'm super excited for, I feel like all the ones that I get really hyped for are ones that we broke six months to a year ago here on the podcast. Like whenever they getting rid of the park reservation system, bringing back like certain meet and greets, Moana journey of water opening up. This is another story that we have talked about before, but now we have gotten a confirmed date for this return. All day park hopping is returning on January 9th, 2024. I'm super excited for this. There is some, there are some drawbacks for it. So if you're an annual pass holder, which is the audience that I think dislikes park reservations the most, if you're an annual pass holder, you still have to have a park reservation in the morning and you have to check in at that park before you can go to another one. But if you have a dated ticket, you just select the park you're going to, you want to go to that day. And then it's basically like park reservation system just without the two o'clock drawback. Again, I'm hopping on board. It's not exactly what I wanted it to look like, but the fact that I don't have to wait till 2 p.m. anymore makes it like buying just a one day park hopper totally reasonable versus before I would not have recommended it for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, this is a really good thing. This is also one day before my birthday. I'll be 28. So maybe I need to make a trip. do some park
0: copping. Hey, hey let's but, make it uh, let's make it happen they also have discounted room rates at that point we could definitely yeah now,
1: i genuinely i think that this there's some potential there it has some legs but yeah i think the obvious thing is i don't know why this took so long disney will claim covid but obviously that's not hasn't been a concern since would y'all say like late 2021 for them or maybe even yeah. mid 2021 like Really, like they're with the amount of people that are letting in the park, they love to use that as an excuse, but it really was never a legitimate excuse. They just liked it because um, it was a way to keep numbers down, it was a way to figure out what, who was where. Um, It was all a control thing, which is fine. Uh, It's just crazy that it took four years for this to come back, uh, almost four years to the date. But it's one of those things that since I grew up going to Disney and always having park hopping. It's just one of those things where it's, it's hard for me to get really excited for this because we've already had this for so long. Now, I will be, I'm happy that it's back just for the simple fact that it was gone for so long. But it, I'm, I can't like fully hop on board this, honestly. This is just more, like a, this is like a mid for me. This, I, I'm not going to hop or drop. This is just a mid.
2: Hey, fair enough. For me, I see this as obviously a positive. You can look at it through the, both lenses, though. Definitely what you were saying. For me, that two o'clock time was always just, I felt if I was focusing on the park I was hopping to, that two o'clock time just seemed so far away. I knew it would always come around 11 or 12 and it's okay, I'm ready to hop, but I can't because I have to wait two more hours before I start traveling. I'm just excited that it's nailed down and there's finally a date that they've released for it so I can, don't have to wait till two anymore. And they're bringing back the old times. Hopefully, the bleachers from Casey's Corner come back as well (laughs) the bleachers
0: you're going to be waiting a while for those bleachers to come back i'm still holding back out for paper fast
2: passes yeah
0: uh, it was either bring
2: back splash mountain or that so i figured i'd have to go with that one instead
0: i think that if they brought back the bleachers though it would definitely make your experience finer definitely a little bit better which is why we're going to go ahead and hop on in to our newest ish segment we've only done it once so just to refresh your memories this next segment is called the finest and the poorest experiences you've had at Disney. Basically, the finest is the best and poorest is the worst. Today we are doing snacks. Colby's really excited for this segment to be back. We're going to let him kick it off with his finest snack experience and then he'll move on to something not so pleasant. So, let's jump right into it. So, for
1: my finest, I've had this a few times. First first time I ever had this was in California, Disney's California Adventure Park, on the Pixar Pier, I had the Jack Jack Nom Nom cookie and it's really good. I'm a cookie guy. I'm a foodie. I love different snacks and stuff like that. And Snacks in California, honestly, are great. And so this is one of those that really stuck out to me. And then, of course, it came over to Walt Disney World. And it's just a really good bang for your buck, in my opinion, too. It's a pretty big cookie, and it's delicious, and it's just perfect. Um, it's literally just a giant cookie. It could be better. It couldn't be better. It's, like, very thick. Um, and every time I have it, I'm just honestly, like, I'm on top of the world. Like nothing could touch me. Um, and I I'll usually try to bring it with me in a line. This past time I had one. I had the Jack Numbone cookie, and then I got in line for Toshi Romania. It was just a great vibe. <laughs> Definitely one of my finest experiences. And then for my poorest experience. This is a weird one because I actually really like the spring rolls, but there was a specific spring roll that I really didn't like, and it was the 50th anniversary spring roll i don't know if anyone else had it because usually you have the cheeseburger you have the pizza i'm sure there's others but those are the ones that i've seen mainly those um, smack
0: those are so good right the yeah cheeseburger no, and are... pizza
1: are like they're in my top 10 like it's they're very good being the spring roll fan that i am like i was like okay let me try these 50th anniversary ones um and they have pastrami um if i remember correctly and there's like mustard dipping sauce there's like pepper jack cheese. So, on the surface, I'm a foodie, right? Like, I pretty much like everything. The only thing I don't like is celery. It's, like, kind of the only thing I don't like on the planet.
2: Why is that? It just tastes like water.
1: I just... It has such a specific taste. like Celery is so
0: spicy. What? I don't know. Celery is so spicy. I just don't like it.
1: (laughs) But these 50th anniversary spring rolls were just really gross, in my opinion. I just didn't like them at all. And I was really excited about them. Definitely would re- not recommend. They're probably not around anymore, um, but I just really didn't like them. They have we- really, like, old taste, I guess, and it felt like you were biting into a a pack of deli meat. Like, you, you go to Walmart or Kroger oh, right now. Oh, and you- stop. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that honestly what it tasted like. And I love mustard, but... I for- tell you I had such only- a visceral reaction to I that know, description. He- Okay, so to only have mustard dipping sauce, like it just it was just a weird combination. I don't know if these had good reviews. I just I did not like them.
2: Mustard is actually terrible. See, oh, I yeah. I like mustard. I like and like this mustard.
1: this specific combination just tasted really strange.
2: I feel I'm like the biggest mustard in the world.
0: I feel like me not liking mustard, though, is just because I'm always going to get ketchup. Like, I'm a ketchup king. I like the Cheeseburger Spring Rolls. I think I saw some reviews about those, and I heard from a few people that they were made, like, a long time ago. Like, at the beginning of the 50th anniversary. But for me, obviously, y'all know what my finest is going to be. If you know me and you know me in the Disney parks, clearly I'm taking the cream cheese stuffed pretzel. I feel like every time I say... My story about the day where I got five cream cheese stuffed pretzels. I feel like it goes up every time. The number of pretzels I've gotten, I feel like I've said <laughs> I was before. thinking the same
1: thing, but um, dude, it was probably a legendary day because those are really oh, good. Oh,
0: it, it, it's so good. And I think I really want one right now. So I'm like, man, I would... Every time I get a cream cheese stuffed pretzel, I get more than one. But on this day, I was at Hollywood Studios. Uh, I had just met one of Colby's of mine friends from CP, Alex. Shout out to Alex. And who I had never met before. and I'm not great with people. And it was one of my first park days in Orlando. I went and watched Muppet Vision alone. And then met Alex in front of Mickey and Minnie's, which wasn't even Mickey's and Minnie's yet. It was still like in soft opening. I think he had gone for his cast preview and was just at the park. And we just we went over. Serge was working at the pretzel stand in front of Rock and Roller Coaster, and we just chowed down on some cream cheese stuffed pretzels <laughs> and it. I'd... Rub it. I, I've never been a fiend <laughs> at Disney, but whenever the, uh, whenever Serge gave us one on Mickey and then his friend that was there was like, I'll give you one too. It's on Mickey. And then another cast member came out It was like, Hey, we got some extras. Do y'all want, do y'all want cream cheese stuffed pretzels? And then I bought two. It, yeah, just, no.
1: it would just be one of those things that like, it'd be hard to say no yeah. to. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? And this is at a Alex, time. Too. That's, yeah, that's a good dude. That's, that's one
0: of my boys. A, he's great. But that was at the time where like eating, I would eat peanut butter and honey sandwiches every day. And then like my gourmet meals for the week would be SpaghettiOs. So let me tell you, those cream cheese stuffed pretzels hit home. I, man, those are the days. But for my, that's my finest experience. I don't know. I I think it's way better than like any experience I've ever had at Disney. It's just such a good core memory for me. And my poorest experience, I don't really have a lot of bad experiences with snacks in Disney World. But I would say that if you can avoid any bakery item from a grab and go station, I think the exception to that rule is if you get like the whoopie cake at any of the Starbucks, like the Charlie car cafe in Hollywood studios, they have a carrot cake whoopie cake sometimes and that smacks. But Sarah and I were at one point trying to knock off every resort quick service and went to Roaring Forks over at Wilderness Lodge and we got a cupcake for the 50th anniversary and it was frozen. It was a, It was still frozen, because that's how they store those, them. Those fiftieth cupcakes were really bad. Honestly, yeah, they and look I think bad. I gave it a shot. I, I think I gave it a shot because I really wanted something chocolatey. But yeah, they store those. They, I think at a few resorts they have like proper procedure. But that day at Roaring Forks, they just did not. So the middle was like a block of ice, and I tried really hard, but it. It's just. It made it to where I will I I probably will never grab a cupcake from a grab and go service again. Yeah, that's probably my poorest snack experience.
2: And we've never talked about this, and I feel like the public needs to do something about this and get Disney's attention. Their cupcakes are straight trash. I've never had a good one. They're always like either too hard or they're just not a perfect cupcake.
0: Yeah, I've had a good one at uh, the Boardwalk Bakery is probably okay. one of my favorite. They've had, they have some really good bakery items there. I think they take care of them. Um, I'll have to try it out then. But they've redone the menu since last time I went, so who knows? Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for my take.
2: Yo, here, I'll start with the poorest because of the thing you said about the grab-and-go stations. Me and my dad went to the Super Bowl in, I believe, 2021 in L.A. The day after the Super Bowl, we went to Disneyland, and we wanted to get something sweet, something a little dessert real quick, grab and go. So we went to the bakery and we were just looking at everything. And my dad's a huge chocolate chip co- cookie guy. We see the huge Mickey shaped chocolate chip cookie, like in the case. And we're like, oh, like that looks good. That sounds great. So we get it. And when I say it, just don't judge a book by its cover because it was not good. <laughs> it was dry. It was thin. Like it, it was just, it was a mid cookie. Wow, that's like
0: the reverse lesson. It's like the opposite of what that's supposed to be.
2: But hey, I flipped it for for the audience. Yeah. So don't get that. As far as finest, I feel like I could talk about a lot of finest things here that I've probably mentioned in the past of like some of my favorite things. But I'll hit on one that's probably not as mentioned as much: the Nutella waffle, the strawberries, bananas, blueberries. Dude, that thing—that's
0: like a—that's like a whole meal. That's yeah. That thing is, is. I've had that a few
2: times. It was just probably this past summer. um, Whenever I was working there, um, I had a couple days off around my birthday. Um, So me and my family, um, my parents and my sister, we all went to Magic Kingdom in the morning uh, and we grabbed one of those and we just sat around the table and it was just, it was pretty wholesome and fun. I'm just sitting there. I just remember right after me and my dad, like got a picture in these rocking chairs with our full bellies and everything. It was, Hey, uh, the rocking
0: chairs by hall of presidents. Yes. I have a picture there, too. It's a good yes, spot.
2: Yes, it is a good spot. That'll probably be my find. It's just because it brings up, like, those family memories and all things good. There we yeah. go.
0: And the day I went, to, I did, I rope dropped Magic Kingdom alone twice whenever I lived there. I So one day, I had a 7.30 a.m. reservation for Ohana. Best experience I've ever had. Let's so go. Good. And I ate alone, It was, but it was really fun. And it was, like, really affordable at the time, too. Cause character meet and greets hadn't come back yet, but there were no characters in the restaurant. So it was still like a really good like price point. And then I went over to magic kingdom and I got a cream cheese stuffed pretzel. But then the other time I, it was one of my, probably like within the first three months of working there, I went and got a Nutella waffle sandwich and sat on the hub grass and ate it. And the character cavalcade went by, and there weren't a lot of people, and I was like the only person there, and it was just such a good experience. I love reflecting on the good and the bad times at Disney. Um that's why I love finest and forest, because it's like all these wholesome stories come up. Yeah, it's really good. But now let's reflect on some of the finest and poorest experiences we've had on the podcast with draft day, baby. Let's go. I'm really excited for this segment. It's here, it's time the votes are going to be collected over the next 24 hours over on Instagram. But right now, before you go over and vote, we're going to discuss the drafts that we've done. And you're not allowed to vote for yourself in this segment, but we're going to vote for each other's draft. And the winner gets brownie points as well as a vote in his direction. Still trying to come up with a prize for that, but I'm super excited for this draft. It's really fun. So we are going to start off with the first episode from season two, which was 10 episodes ago, which is crazy that we're already this far into season two with the top <laughs> that five. is amazing. Yeah, it's nuts. The top five Pixar movies was our first draft. So Colby went first and it was landed, and then it was me for that draft. So let's go ahead and read off our picks, boys. I'm excited. This is probably my favorite draft I've had so far. If you
1: are an OG listener of the Rope Droppers, you will know that I have not been the best drafter in the past. I infamously drafted wet concrete, which is the dumbest thing I've ever done. But hey, know. bring back the dumb drafts. <laughs> yes, I, I froze and drafted wet. Con- I don't. Anyway, <laughs> let's just. It's great. Let's just move it's on. It's great. But I drafted Toy Story, then Monsters Inc., then of course had to grab Coco, Toy Story two, and The Incredibles.
2: Mm. And then I took Ratatouille, Cars, Up, Wall-E, and Cars two. The best Cars movie.
0: I know who's not getting my vote. So I took MU, Finding Nemo, Brave, Incredibles 2, and Elemental. I really like Colby's list. I think that's genuinely, I think Landon's got some good picks, but I think Colby definitely took this draft. Colby, who would you have voted for? I could never vote for a list that had Wally. I gotta vote for Glenn's. Wow. Not the Cars 2, the Cars 2 wasn't the, it was Wally. The
2: Cars 2's a Wally. Oh, yeah. uh, we Gen, talked to. Uh, that's where the clickbait no, film came from. I'm,
0: I'm really I'm not a Wally guy, bro. Yeah, this is fate me. for this that episode was Wally is the worst Pixar movie and it was because of your opinion of Wally. I actually, was, really, I I really like MU and my pin collecting. MU is a big
1: collection for me. I I've always really liked MU.
0: It's a good pick. I, I like all the movies on my list, but I genuinely think like Monsters Inc., Toy Story, Coco, some of the best Disney movies. Colby, Landon, are you voting for Colby too?
2: Yeah, I think for this draft specifically, that one slot really kills it. So Colby did a great job with his drafting there and snagging oh, both. so he's sleep.
1: making he's bro. He's he's saying put an asterisk on this. Hey, it's, a <laughs> it's a Mickey he Mouse land. It's a Mickey Mouse. He says win. the twenty twenty <laughs> Lakers championship.
0: All right. The next draft we had was in episode two. We drafted meet and greets. I went first, then it was Colby, and then it was Landon. For my first round pick, I took Sorcerer Mickey, then I took Tigger, then I took Gaston, and then I took the three Caballeros Donald, a.k.a. Sombrero Donald. Man, still getting canceled, but it's a great great list. That took Max, the Figment,
1: Goofy. And Baloo. I, and also, I realized reading reading these back, like all of mine are so big. Like Goofy's big, Baloo's big, Figment's big. Max is pretty small. Yeah. but
0: all your characters made me cry as a kid, so I think it's...
1: <laughs> okay, Mr. Mariachi Donald over there.
2: Okay, F- sorry Fig- that Figment I... is <laughs> huge. <laughs> yeah, Figment's still... It's a, it, Figment's a giant. 6'2
0: <laughs> NBA player.
2: All right, for mine, I had Sully, Jack Sparrow, Stitch, and Woody. All right, I think... Man, It's
0: tough. This is just gonna, all. All these lists are just gonna end up coming out Colby, but I, I would pick Colby in this one. I love Max. I think specifically you drafted Powerline Max, which yeah, is just a great costume. And then Goofy, Goofy's a win. And then Figman. he's back and better than ever. I think Baloo's mid, but I think Baloo's kind of mid. i will probably and, and this one I'll probably vote for
1: Landon. I like Sully and Woody. It, the hardest part is like not getting Sorcerer Mickey because I actually really like Sorcerer Mickey, but yeah, the combination of Sully and Woody, I'll, I'll take
2: that yeah it's pretty good all right lan for this one i'm gonna have to vote for glenn i think both y'all wow. the sorcerer mickey and honestly the guest Don took it away from me i really like meeting Gaston. just his like pride i guess his way to say it and just the way he presents himself is really funny and then i like making him look really small because i have massive muscles so just walking up mm-hmm. is just a lot of fun
0: yeah for those of you who <laughs> don't know landon landon has like Massive arms, it's crazy. He's a big dude. Yeah, he definitely puts
2: Gaston to shame every time. I've seen it a couple times too. It's crazy. That's um, why I don't have good snack lists because I'm always slamming the protein instead of the bad stuff.
0: He just goes. He walks in and says, "Can I just get three burger patties?" That's, all right. really, <laughs> that's Landon's. Uh, all right, finest.
1: His, his random trivia question: How many eggs does Gaston eat in the morning?
0: Was it five dozen eggs? Or is that's it,
1: correct. It's
0: yeah. five.
2: My man is slamming 60 eggs. Yeah, 60 eggs a morning.
0: That's too much. That's too much. 61. Ain't nobody out working me. Next picture is of Landon's breakfast. I'm excited for that. 61 eggs. Goodness, look like an IHOP out here. But (laughs) that was a three-way tie for the meet and greet. I think we all had pretty good lists there. This one's pretty crazy um i love my picks as far as this go this is the most iconic pre-shows in wdw um man it's so tough landon (laughs) went first this week my
1: my list is really bad
0: yeah (laughs) anyway uh landon went first he had some good picks uh then it was me and i think i had some good picks and then it was colby (laughs) i do think the third draft slot here was like pretty tough yeah i'll say that i'll say i agree but i but i think that's when you took your best pick i think dinosaur fantastic Better than Tron. And, yeah, uh, I, I can't believe
2: that. Yeah. Colby dropping Tron's Tron is, is the one.
0: best one. Tron is the mm-hmm. best one. It's for honestly, you. Yeah. I like. Let's, the- let's and, recap and it so I can say my piece about your last pick.
2: Landon, go ahead and recap yours. <laughs> I didn't have any other options. <laughs> so I started off with Rise of the Resistance, and then Haunted Mansion, and then Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and then Soren.
0: Then I took Cosmic Rewind, Tower of Terror, Flight of Passage, and Muppet Vision 3D
1: then i took tron rock and roller coaster dinosaur and then i took toy story mania and more specifically the this potato head
0: yeah i that's my favorite pre-show, honestly um, it really sets you up for the ride really well man one potato that... two potato three potato <laughs> two, four, four. So, such a necessity to understand it, the story it... I, I totally get honestly. that okay but yeah. you have to look at the
1: list i had no other options
2: <laughs> hey it's fine it's With, fine it's fine no
1: i just it was
0: nothing i think else it I was the did.
2: tron pick that set you back <laughs> i think if you yeah i think draft, if you would
0: until the third round because I, I wouldn't have taken tron but
2: yeah i probably wouldn't either yeah but, haunted but it, really it,
1: there's not really a pre-show
0: haunted mansion does it it's the stretching yeah. room which has no function other than a pre-show in the yeah, dark Y'all like people that hang, hang No, I like the stretching. I like, I like the stretching y'all like
2: that. Yeah, the stretching. Oh, oh, so I like the stretching. I like the stretching.
0: I like to I like things that are small getting taller. That's just my yeah, dream in life. Yeah. Uh
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Glenn on this one. Oh.
2: Huh. All right. I am definitely gonna vote for Glenn on this one. Thank you. I probably would have voted for Landon. You got
0: making Mini's Runaway Railway. I think that's a superior one. It's my favorite ride. Definitely really good. I, picks. Um, I forgot about that one. And I should have put that first. But I honestly
1: just totally forgot about that one.
0: I forgot about that one, and I forgot about Haunted Mansion, too. I probably would have taken Haunted in the first round, just because I like it, and I knew it wouldn't make it. But I'm glad I got Cosmic. I think Cosmic's really good, and so is Tower. So I I like my list a lot on that one. But the next list we did was Episode 4. We drafted the best resort in WDW. I think this one we had where you had to have one Deluxe, one Moderate, and one Value, and we did that. So there's
1: only three, but... I'm excited. So for this I one. took Polynesian All Star
0: Movies and Caribbean Beach.
2: I took Pop Century Coronado and Yacht and Beach.
0: I took Art of Animation
2: Riverside and
0: Wilderness Lodge. This is tough. This is tough because I don't like Caribbean Beach that much, but I like the other two resorts on Colby's. None of, but to be honest, none of <laughs> the are good. That's just yeah, the only thing. Yeah, I would say that is Yacht and Beach a, is a Yacht and Beach is a deluxe, it's- right?
1: Yeah, this is the looks. And the only thing I don't really like Riverside, because I'm from Louisiana.
0: It's the I wouldn't stay at Port Orleans, I would stay at Riverside.
1: Yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna give Landon the, the nod here. Yeah, um, I'm taking
0: Landon. What I think it's good. I Are you serious, it. bro?
1: That's that's I, honestly I like, that's insane. Hey,
0: that's so pop, pop century's great, and Yacht and Beach is great. I don't hold my I, vote. I have the Polynesian.
1: Like that, do You do have Polly. Of, of all the resorts on here, that's
0: the best resort, and it's not close. I honestly, I yeah, I I like so the I, mission, but I'm sure I agree shocked. that Polly's the most iconic, but I like Landon has a better overall list. Like he has Pop Century and Yacht and Beach. You just I'm the shocked. only thing I like on your list that, is Pauly that was my Church.
2: strategy drafting this. That's the reason I took Pop first because I wanted to try to get the best value out from yeah,
1: there. I. To, but to me, I have the best value, and it's not close. Because, like, All-Star movies the best value resort to me, personally.
0: Yeah, like, I, I like that's the only also, reason. To be clear, I don't like, I'm not a big fan of All-Star, but because I know you're such a big fan of All-Star, I like All-Star a lot. I would probably stay right. there. Hearing your piece about it, I'm like, oh, I want to stay there now. But, but otherwise, it, been, it wouldn't have been my go-to.
1: Um, I think Landon should cast the sole vote for the next list. For list five and for list eight. Oh, he I'm fine with that. It. Any list where he's not yeah. on it,
0: that's fine with me. Oh, man, that's tough. That's so tough. Oh, because I like my list a lot.
2: All right. Perfect. Y'all recap right. it for the audience.
0: In episode five, it was just me and Colby, and I went first, then Colby went, but we drafted the best shows. So for in the first round, I took Fantasmic, then I took Country Bear Jamboree, then Mickey's Full of Heart Magic, then Finding Nemo the Musical. And I took ever After Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, The Muppets, and Electrical Water Pageant.
2: This is a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Man, it's just it. It really is hard to beat the. For me, here's my strategy and how I'm thinking this. I'm thinking happily, Emperor and fantastic are on the same level for me. And then after that, it's okay. What is second place? And I gotta go with Philhar Magic. And for me, it's not close. So I'm gonna have to give Glenn the vote here. Wow. But they they are no. very close. I mean,
0: I think Colby, What did you originally? I think you took Festival of the Lion King and then changed it for with the Water Pageant. Is what you ended up yeah, doing? Yeah, honestly, I Festival of the Lion King is. I recognize that it's good. I just don't really like it that much. It's okay. Yeah, I wish I would have taken Finding Nemo the musical. I wish I would have taken the Electric Water Pageant because I like that one more than New
2: music Nemo. But that's just uh, what I, I like about Colby's list. If but. I was guaranteed to be that guy, Colby's hands down.
1: Bro, I want to be that guy so badly. I
2: know.
0: We're going to do, if we ever get to the point where we have enough money to go to the parks a lot, we're going to do a day where we stay in that ride all day until you get that guy. We're just going to watch yeah. the show over well, just like get and over it first again. first
2: and just have a full day in the park to do whatever we want.
0: Hey, that'd be pretty fun. Hey, Disney, yeah. if you're listening, uh, next time we go to the parks and decide to do that. Yeah, but I, I don't know. So I got that one. I took the win in the best shows in WDW, but now we're going to move on to a different type of Disney show, Disney TV shows. This is a fun list. This is the one where everything fell in Colby's lap. <laughs> I'm just going to say this right now. I literally dominated this list.
2: Like, this list
0: was, like, utter domination. Dude, I disagree. Yeah. Strongly, actually. I think I... Yeah, I don't like Jesse that much. (laughs) I think my list is a good rounded list, but I think I took too much from my adulthood in order to... I think I thought we would go a little bit more to the Disney Plus route. But let's recap real quick. Landon went first, then I went, then Colby went.
2: I started out taking Phineas and Ferb with my first pick, and then Wizards of Waverly Place. Jesse... The Imagineering story, and then rounded off with kicking it.
0: Yeah, so I took Mandalorian, Sweet Life on Deck, Gravity Falls, Loki, which I think is a, a huge win. It's coming out right now, and Kim Possible. I'm just trying to get votes here, people. All right. And then I took Sweet Life Zack and Cody, Hannah Montana. That's so Raven,
1: Goof Troop, and House of Mouse, a classic show that you need to watch on YouTube right now. I'll probably go with Glenn's I... list on this. The only, th- actually, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Landon. I don't like <laughs> Jesse and i don't <laughs> like kicking it
2: oh, oh, wow that should Bur- be illegal that should be no legal hold on uh, you have
1: to i don't really like gravity falls like that much
0: no i would pick i,
1: I gotcha. loved wizards of Wibbly place and i loved Phineas and Ferb. i love the Imagineering story i didn't watch jesse like i was too old and kicking it the same thing so but those three shows were really good so i'll take those yeah
2: all right so what i'm about to say is gonna make someone in this group mad but my Come vote on, only man. goes here because of my age. I'm voting Glenn. Because, one, I was more of a sweet life on deck kid than a sweet life of Zack and Cody kid. Because of where I grew up. Next, I love Gravity Falls. It was like Phineas and Ferb Gravity Falls. That was like my stuff. This is really, that's just... Like, this man- is a
1: travesty. Yeah, Mandalorian's pretty good. I get, I get a little bored when I watch it sometimes, but I, st- I still like it. Yeah. It, can, it can be slow.
2: Yeah, for like, sure. That's my, that's my only. I still like it though. I feel like it's how a lot of the Star Wars shows have been on Disney Plus. It's just like they're slow burners. Like Boba Fett was like that. Ahsoka, the first few episodes. I never. Oh, I've, I've seen, seen a shot. A, a what? I said, what is it? A, shot, a shoot? Yeah, yeah. It's. <laughs> I, mean, it's, it's I
0: probably won't. Yeah. So Colby voted for Landon. Landon voted for me, and I'm voting for Colby. So it's another three way tie here. Man, that stinks. It's crazy I went before Colby on this one. I think he just came out of the gate swinging with uh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Only reason he really got my vote. And then Goof Troop and House of Mouse are just two shows I totally forgot about. Yeah, so, like, yeah I don't think I've seen
2: either one of those, to be honest. Yeah,
0: House of Mouse, I just had a VHS of it. I didn't really watch it. It yeah. was probably live. And Dude, Goof Troop, so I don't good. think I ever watched live, but It was good. I watched uh, a show I did watch on YouTube, though. Fun fact, uh, Hercules the series. I watched that on YouTube whenever I was in high school. That was pretty fun. It's a good underrated TV show. Not at all. But yeah, so it's just (laughs) another three-way tie, but we're going to stick on the Disney Channel train, and we're going to take Disney Channel original movies this round. And I went first, then Colby went, then Landon went. So in the first round, I took Camp Rock 2, The Final Jam. Then I took Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie. Then I took Jump In, and then I took Halloween Town.
1: I like my list, but then I took How- High School Musical Two, Limited Mouth, Minu- Minutemen, and The Evening Seasons.
2: And then I took Teen Beach Movie, Phineas and Ferb, Escape the Two Dimension, Sixteen Wishes, and The Luck of the Irish. I must say, y'all's is very hard for me because there's some things I haven't seen on here in forever.
1: Um, I really mm-hmm. like Luck of the Irish, but I honestly I haven't seen Sixteen Wishes. I haven't seen Teen Beach Movie, Phineas I, and Ferb. That's I don't the think one of their
2: secret agents, to be honest. Just coming from where they're in a different dimension.
0: Yeah.
1: I got to vote for Glenn's just because I don't, I didn't like Halloween Town because I'm just not that type of guy. But like Camp Rock 2 and Wizard of the Place and Jump In were all really good. So I'll go, Glenn.
2: Is Jump In the movie with the guy from Corbin Blue? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to vote that list as
1: well. Appreciate it. (laughs) Are you serious, bro? I I put together the best list of all time and I don't get (laughs) one vote.
0: hey i haven't voted yet i haven't
2: i, I haven't love said, colby's yeah. first two picks i don't know the last two i like colby's first
0: three picks uh, and i think even stevens the, like the show was colby's biggest choke not taking that last time but i do think this list definitely fall into fell into colby's lap this is the one list i would t- totally agree that i would vote for this Colby was here. the most i appreciate your vote landon thank you yeah, this yeah. was it's tough dude Because like, it's all personal preference it all right let's move genuinely. on to villains let's move
1: on yeah let's, let's, on. let's I, keep going I, I gotta, villains is I another watch, one where I have Landon to wash my to... hands of this I, I truly do I gotta <laughs> move
0: on this is where Landon gets to come out of the gate swing him because he gets to pick this one too so Colby your fate is in Landon's hands again but that being said we drafted the best Disney villains and Colby went first then I went so Colby recap your list
1: I took Hades Gaston Ernesto de la Cruz and Randall Boggs
0: I took Dr. Facilier from Princess of the Frog, Scar, Maleficent, and Dr. Callahan from Big Hero 6. I cannot believe Maleficent
2: lasted that long. Oh, man. These are like neck and neck. I'm crying. Bro. I'm going to go with Colby's. I God, think think He is so good. Yeah, I
0: like my the villains I got a lot, but he had Hades and Ernesto. I chose yeah. by not taking Ernesto. I totally forgot about him, but... I think, and then Randall's a cool one. I don't really like Randall that much. He's a high school bully, bully turned serial killer. Yeah. Um, you know, gives me, <laughs> it's, it's, cool. gives, me he gives me Jeffrey Dahmer vibes. I'm not going to lie. But, it high key gets, like, very intense with him. Yeah. The dude got hit in the face with cupcakes once, and all of a sudden that's his whole origin story. But, no, I think Colby definitely deserved to win that one. But then our very last draft overall, it was last week's draft which we drafted the best Disney songs. This personally was my favorite draft we've done so far. It was so fun. And there are still so many good songs that are just not even mentioned on here. But Landon went first, and then I went, and then
2: Colby went. Let's go ahead and recap, boys. I took You've Got a Friend in Me, Let It Go, You'll Be in My Heart, and then When Will My Life Begin?
0: I took If I Didn't Have You from Monsters, Inc., I can go the distance from Hercules, eye to eye from the Goofy movie, and at last I see the light from Tangled. I took strangers like me. I'll make a man out of you. Remember me,
1: and evermore.
0: I, that's tough.
1: I gotta go. Glenn's list. I think Glenn, the Glenn's first two picks are like elite, elite to me. So I gotta go, Glenn.
2: I'm also gonna vote Glenn. Man, I love I can go the distance. Oh my
1: god. And, bro.
2: Bro. <laughs> I fumbled the bag really I drafting that with my second pick. This
1: is this is just ridiculous. <laughs> I only won. Hold on.
2: I no only you won want a good amount. Lit. You landon Landon I only
0: want... won one. I wanted only
2: lists. one, so, <laughs> Hey, does anyone have a Kleenex? Colby is crying on the podcast. <laughs> oh God. Dude,
1: God. <laughs> I'm just saying this is, it's honestly ridiculous. I only Stop. want two lists.
0: Hey, okay. Yeah.
2: Did you only win two? Really? Yes. Colby. In the end, the only Colby, thing that matters is what everyone else votes. Yeah. So we'll figure So
0: basically all that happens here is I get, you get, it doesn't matter overall. So now like on the Pixar one you have an extra vote. I have an extra vote on one. Landon has an extra vote on one. Three way tie, no one gets an extra vote. I'm just so dis- I'm how disgusted. It. I'm just luckily we just go- of- okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 we can keep your disgust <laughs> going yeah. and I'm turn and- I'm
1: turning into that like red monster. The red
0: it's so good. We can keep your discuss going over in Extra Magic Hours. For those of you who don't know what Extra Magic Hours is, this is a Patreon-exclusive part of the show. Last week, Landon and I discussed our red flag opinions as far as Disney go, Things that we like about Disney or don't like about Disney that other people do. I'm sure Colby has a lot going on for him in this category because Colby loves controversial opinions. And just because he holds them, I don't think he loves them. I just think he has them. So that's what we'll be discussing this week is Colby's biggest red flag what would be a red flag to other people. So yeah, but if you want to listen to that, you can check out the link down in the description over at Patreon. It's super fun every week. It tends to give you five to 10 minutes of extra content. And I imagine this one will give us a little bit more. But yeah, let's go ahead and hop right into it. And yeah, we'll catch up with you in the Disney Trivia Showdown. We're going to hop right into the Disney Trivia Showdown. So for those of you who don't know what the Disney Trivia Showdown is, I feel like it's also a pretty self-explanatory name, but... Us three claim to be Disney experts and this part of the show is meant to prove who's not in like a fun joking kind of way. So this week I'm going to ask my question first, then it'll be Colby and then it'll be Landon without further ado. So if you didn't know in France, Goofy is called something else. What is Goofy's name in France?
2: I don't know. You got
1: me. This is so crazy. This is so crazy because my, 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 question is also about goofy and it's like his about his name. <laughs> oh, I yeah. So, as far as what he's called in France, I don't know
0: what it is. I guess Dippy Dog. It's really close to that. It's Dingo. Okay. Dingo oh. is his name in French. Goofy was called Dingo in a French comic um, that was only produced in France. So that's why everyone there is, oh, it's Dingo. So, interesting. But, yeah, all right, let's go ahead and move on to Colby's question is next.
1: All right, there is a voice talent that has voiced Goofy for a very long time, since 1987. What is his name?
2: Does it start with a G? It does not. Then I don't know.
1: He is recognized as a Disney legend.
0: Oh, now I think I know. Is it... Bill fame. Oh, that's Bill? so close. I'm a, I'm going to give it to you. It's Bill Farmer, but I'm going to get you. farmer. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I don't think oh, I got is close I got, but
1: Oh, well, yeah, it's so close. I have to give it to you. I, I can't yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't do this. Fun fact, he also voices Pluto. So he's just good at voicing
0: dogs. Let me look <laughs> him up. He's been the voice of Pluto since 1990. Ooh, Mickey's twice upon a Christmas. What an underrated movie. Wow. Mm mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's what he looks like. Wow. I good. love that movie. It's good. 2004 was a good year for Disney original movies. That's when the three Musketeer movies came out. Yeah. It's a good one. Wow. Bill Famer. Oh, that's what he looks like. Yeah. He does look like a goofy though. Okay. Right. Farmer, not Famer. He became goofy in 1980. Oh my yeah, goodness. I mean,
1: he's, he's had the longest tenure.
0: That's crazy.
1: He's a Disney legend
0: <laughs> for a reason. Yeah. That deserved. All right, Landon, what's your question?
2: All right, since we were hitting some food topics today, we're going to um, go once upon a time to a time where McDonald's was a part of the Disney Company on property. When was the first McDonald's opened on Disney property?
0: Six. 96 It was either the one, it was either 96 or the year of the millennium in Epcot. I think it's the one by Animal Kingdom. It was downtown it was Disney Kingdom. in 96. I remember the Golden Arches. Ooh, so close. You were very close, Colby.
1: I only picked ninety six because that was my birth year. To be honest, I
0: figured it was around that. Yeah, because they had so they had uh, the one they had the refreshment port over <coughs> in Epcot. They had the D- D- they were the original sponsor for um,
2: Dino Land. Is that whenever they came into the company? Is that so? The full line McDonald's restaurants at Walt Disney World, like not in theme parks. I should have said that. That was my fault. It was downtown. D- I remember the Downtown Disney one. It was,
0: man, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think they entered the partnership though because they've had it for a long time because they do McDonald's. They've done McDonald's toys forever, but they entered the partnership because they started sponsoring Dinoland.
2: Here, I'm going to ask a, an additional question onto that one. When was the McDonald's presence in the theme parks completely phased out? What year was that done? 2011?
1: 2014.
0: 2008. Really? Wow.
1: Way earlier than I thought.
0: Yeah, I remember I made a hat that said uh, "Mickey's McFlurry" on it with the yeah. cheapest stuff from the store, and they gave me a free McFlurry. So wow, should have done that for my finest snack experience. Man,
2: hey, oh, next time, word.
0: next time, next time. Anyway, thank you guys. That was fun. I really enjoy the show every week. <laughs> yeah, go ahead me and too. remember, we recapped the draft this week, so that way you could go over on Instagram and vote. I am the honorary winner right now, but I'm sure by next week that will change because Colby had some bangers and so did Landon. So we'll see how things play out over on Instagram. Tune in next week to find out. Yeah, and if you want access to that extra magic hours part of the show, you can check it out over on our Patreon, which is linked down in the description. And yeah, this has been a really good time. And if you want to keep up with us just throughout the week and vote in the Instagram story, you can check us out at the Rope Droppers podcast. You can check me out at Glenn the Kid, Colby at Colby trades pins and Landon at Disneyland and B got some fun content coming with y'all's way. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Rope Choppers podcast. My name is Glenn. My name is Landon. And I'm Colby. And we'll see you guys real soon. Bye bye. <laughs>